Money FM 89.3, best of the evening runway. Why it matters. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It's the evening runway. Elliot Dank and Timothy go for why it matters right now. And it matters because our houses are kind of getting smaller, yeah? Our houses are getting smaller and we are acquiring more things. Mm. That's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, when I look at the home I grew up in, mm-hmm. uh, my parents' home is so spacious for a five-room flat. Mm-hmm. And then I go to my friend's place and they're living in similar five-room flats and right. it's just not as big. Well, I came from a, a country that has a lot of space. <laughs> yeah, and maybe because I came from a very old traditional privileged background, I lived in a house with 26 bedrooms in the Philippines. So okay. it's, it's very spacious. And then from then on, I kept moving into smaller and smaller places. Like no, our no, home no. in Vancouver is small, well, smaller. Tintin compared. and I are judging you already. Because yeah, you, you are. Went, I came uh, from a privileged well, I, background. I'm just saying it so that nobody else will judge me about no, this. No, so, we, yes. So oh. it's, you know, I am used to... 26. 26. <laughs> okay, I'll give you a quick background here. My grandfather has 15 children. So everyone lived in the same so house. Everyone and it's a 26 bedroom. Yeah. But the ratio yeah. is 2 is to 1. Yeah, see? Yeah, and we so. have to wait to get our own bedrooms, you know? <laughs> it was yes. a different time. It was in the 50s. It was... Nope. <sighs> it's not sustainable today. But in any case, going Judgment back to, been me, <laughs> to space, it wasn't when until I came to Singapore, I lived in Hong Kong, and then I realized my space... My living space is getting smaller and smaller. It's true. So that's why we're having this conversation. We're talking about self-storage solutions. And the person helping us out is Luigi Latona, who's the Group Director of Operations at Storehub. Luigi, good afternoon. How are you? Um, very well. How are you guys? Not too bad. Did you have 26 bedrooms like <laughs> Timothy Go here? I did not, but I am from Vancouver, Canada. Ah, there you go. So Bye. did you live in a monster home in Vancouver, Canada? No, I lived in a small apartment. <laughs> You're alone in, near, in Kitsilano, so okay. there wasn't much space. <laughs> All alone today, Timothy Go. I was, you know, growing up there in the 90s in Richmond, so you can just imagine. Anyway, Thanks. we're not talking about me. We're talking about space as a premium here in Singapore. And, of course, many of us are having to live in smaller spaces and acquiring more things. And this is going to be a problem in the long run. Where does StoreHub come into all of this, Luigi? Well, I mean, one thing that comes to mind, I would think actually most Singaporeans can relate to this. They have felt their rent go up Mm -hmm. in the spaces that they live in. So now we're paying more for the same amount of space that we live in, and that can stretch way beyond our affordability, right? So maybe we look for smaller spaces, but we don't want to actually go backwards. We don't want to live in smaller spaces because we enjoy the neighborhoods that we live in. So that then induces maybe the use of storage space. Mm. And the reason why storage space is actually growing in Singapore is the culmination of a lot of different factors. We have the density of space. We have the increase of prices because of the spaces that we're living in. And then, of course, the inflexibility of the spaces that we live and work in relative to what's actually affordable. So working from home has also become quite entrenched, right? So that already puts a squeeze on our limited residential space. So in a recent survey that we did, a space survey that we did, we found that actually over 70% of those surveyed have retained their home offices. Okay. So altogether, people are looking to looking for more space. And that's why people are turning to self-storage quite often. That's one of the things I did, actually, when I, I turned the spare room, which used to be my man cave, uh-huh. into a home office. <laughs> 
exactly. But yeah, if you have space at home, you can store your things at home. But if you don't have enough space at home, then you will need to go to a self-storage place. But as you mentioned, rental prices are going up. Wouldn't this be the same case for self-storage spaces? Well, that's the thing. So self-storage spaces can be very flexible, right? So we have 18 convenient located spaces around Singapore. Mm. And so there's a lot of different options that our customers have. So whether or not you need to upgrade or downgrade the size of the space that you need or the location that you need it in, that's all available for customers. Whereas, you know, one's home, if you're using that as your storage space, for example, or if you have a fixed retail space or warehouse space or whatever that may be, there's less flexibility in that. So you can't easily change. A lot of times they're also fixed leases that you're stuck in for one, two, three years. And that reduces the amount of flexibility you have as those prices increase. Mm. So that's what self-storage can give you. You've got presence across 15 cities in Asia Pacific. Is that saying something about the gaps that need to be filled in this region? Absolutely. If you can imagine that you know, we don't just talk about Singapore and the prices going up in these cities, in our city here. We talk about all the major cities across Asia and how much rents are increasing there. And then if you think about, you know, the density or the space constraints in cities like, well, not, again, not only Singapore, but mm. Shanghai, mm. Tokyo. Okay. If you've ever been to Tokyo, you're staying yeah. in quite small yeah. spaces. Or yeah. the hotel spaces there are tiny. And Hong Kong, I was living in Hong Kong for quite a while. And I was living in a, in a 700 square foot space with four of us and our helper. Wow. The spaces are tiny and yeah. So, and when we came to Singapore, it was a luxury, right? Because all of a sudden the space got up to 1200 square feet. But point is, that's still quite small relative to places like, you know, like Vancouver, Canada or otherwise, right? <laughs> okay. So for Store Hub, you saw a 35% increase in new customers in Singapore during the pandemic years. Is this going to be uh, the way it would be moving forward? Well, again, people have become accustomed to working from home. People have also become accustomed to right, growing their lifestyles, right? The self-storage is a consumer class. As the consumer class grows, you have more hobbies, more interests, more lifestyles that grow into that as well. Yeah. So you would imagine that self-storage then becomes a part of their lives. And that's what we've seen. The customers that come to us during COVID because mm-hmm. they needed the storage itself. Okay. Now they love the convenience of that. They also love the flexibility and the room that has opened up in their homes. And so they start actually planning ahead for, they say, okay, well, now that we have more space, we can actually do more things in the space that we live and love. And so they use the self-storage more and more often. Okay, since you brought it up about the convenience of it, how convenient really is it to store something in a separate place, in a different place, and then when you need it, you still have to go there and get it? And isn't that going to be time-consuming as well? Well, certainly, I'm not going to beat around the bush about the fact that you have to come outside of your home. Mm -hmm. But then you have to weigh off the convenience versus the cost factors of it, or even the inconvenience of necessarily having a lot of clutter in your home, which is what, you know, the whole Mary Kondo experience taught us, that this can be life-changing when you start to declutter your home because you're, in fact, decluttering your mind. So then all of a sudden, yes, you take that, you could call it inconvenience of necessarily stepping out of your home. But of course, being the largest self-storage company in Singapore, we have, again, those 18 conveniently located spaces all around the island that people can access. Keep in mind, this is also 24-7, 365 access Mm. that people have. 
so they can they can access it anytime they like throughout the year. Okay. Luigi, what's on the options here? I mean, I own an HB home. What kind of space can I save? What kind of plans am I looking at here? Um, so our spaces range from four square feet up to a thousand square feet. Okay. So you can just pick and choose. So whether it's a few pieces of luggage that you want to store away or you want to store away whole couches and rooms and otherwise, oh. for, well, for example, like, so my wife started a home business. She's a home baker. Okay. And so she wanted to have the opportunity to really get her business going. And so it actually wasn't her stuff that went to self-storage, but it was my stuff that went to self-storage. <laughs> you know, so she won, she won the war, but point is she has the opportunity to grow her business in that way mm. because of the flexibility we got with yeah. self-storage. Yeah, well, yeah. unless, you know, you work for a store hub, so <laughs> it's convenient. Well, that helps too. <laughs> okay, one other thing I need to ask you, Luigi. When it comes to climate, weather, temperature, humidity, mm. that can be an issue when you're storing something in a self-storage space. Are, are there any solutions at StoreHub for this? Absolutely. We're fully AC. I mean, in most of our spaces, we have, I would say, 99% to AC. We give convenience to customers who don't necessarily want AC, but 99% of the spaces is fully AC. So we can completely mitigate those problems that can happen in this humidity. Mm. Yeah. I suppose this all works up to this tagline or this idea that StoreHub has. It's called Love It buy now and store it for later. <laughs> well, it's certainly around the love it, storing it part. Yep. Because if you can consider that buy now and store it for later, if you love it, right, store it. It's mm. all about planning ahead and saving some money while we're at it, right? Mm. So my wife thinks it's kind of crazy when I plan vacations 10 to 12 months ahead, <laughs> including buying some of the gear, but that's where we can often find some of the bigger savings. Well, there was actually data that comes from the Department of Statistics, for example. Okay. And so total retail sales value in September alone was $3.9 billion. So that's a lot of stuff that a lot of people love, and that's compounding on top of the other stuff that we love. So if we're keen on saving money, right, who can pass up a juicy deal? So mm. whether you got 10-10, 11-11, Christmas sales, Boxing Day sales, you name it, these juicy deals, they come around not very often. Mm. So then people can start planning if they are frugal and they have that plan mentality, they can start planning for the purchases that they're going to have throughout the year. For example, those trips, for example, maybe big events, big holidays, Chinese New Year, Christmas, mm. weddings, for example. When they see those opportunities to buy, mm -hmm. they can snatch up the great deals and store it for later. You're just encouraging people to hoard up and store things <laughs> in that store. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, one last thing, Luigi. What other future plans the store hub has here in Singapore or for the Asia-Pacific region for that matter? Well, the demand for storage is growing. And so we plan on meeting that demand throughout Asia-Pacific. So store hub itself is going to keep on growing where that demand is. So right now we're in seven countries and we're going to keep continue to meet that demand also through innovative products. You know, so we continue to augment the type of security that we have. We continue to offer AC in all of our spaces. We offer digital locks in some of our spaces. We offer higher end storage for people who want to invite their customers or friends over, and that's called our lifestyle storage, over to the storage so they can stay close to their inventory or the collectibles so they can work in that space as well. So we keep on changing the game. We plan on being the first brand of recall and be perceived as a trendsetter in the business. And so we're going to keep on pushing that envelope. And I believe our customers are quite enjoying seeing the evolution of StoreHub as we go throughout the region. We've been speaking with Luigi Latona, who is the Group Director of Operations for StoreHub. Thank you so much for your time. Take care and have a great Wednesday evening. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your evening. 
To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.